Welcome to Golf Better at Edwin Watts Golf, episode 140. Hello everyone, Tom Purcell, and thanks so much for joining us. We say it every time, if this is your first time tuning in, or you've caught every episode of the 140, either way, we don't, we don't care, we're just glad you found us today, and we have a very special guest with us today, from out in Fort Worth, Texas, the Oven, Nike's testing facility out in uh, Fort Worth. He is the Director of Global Athlete Development for Nike Golf. He's taking time out for us today. Please welcome Mr. Kel Devlin. Kel, thanks so much for joining us. It is a pleasure having you. Well, Tom, it's a pleasure to, to join you guys and to, to get to talk to everybody. I, I really appreciate you inviting me to be on the program. Oh, absolutely. And one of the things we like to ask the guests, Kel, is you know how you got started in the game, how you fell in love with the game. I see the last name. There's a little bloodline there, too. So you've got some family roots in the game as well. Yes, uh, I was named after Kel Nagel, um, who's best friend was with my dad growing up in Australia. Uh, and obviously my dad, uh, you know, played professional, still plays some professional stuff, plays the Legends every year now. So I, it was sort of in the family, um, and I got introduced to it very young uh, when I was like six weeks old. Kel Nagel brought over my very first personalized golf club and presented it to my parents, and they tell the story that I teased on that club. I'm not sure I believe that. And your career leading up to this, I mean, you're, you've been in the industry, and then you joined Nike Golf back in, I believe it was 98, correct? Correct. Um, you know, uh, August of 98, joined Nike um, to, to run their, what was originally their U.S. tour operations um, and sports marketing, and then that evolved into a global sports marketing job that I did up until the middle of last year. Prior to that, I worked for uh, Spalding for six years and Callaway for a year. Uh, and then I t- tried my hand at playing for nine years prior to that. So I've been in and around the game on you know, both sides of it. Obviously, played college golf and junior golf. So I've been around it for, for a lot. I've played a couple other sports as a kid, but uh, always kept coming back to golf. Kel, before we get into your, uh, what you're doing now, because it's pretty exciting, I think a lot of the fans saw the commercials last year, and they've heard the term "the oven." They may have even heard our podcast out there with uh, with Matt Plum. Talk a little bit about what goes on out there at Fort Worth. Well, every golf club that we have brought to the marketplace has been designed, developed, tested, um, and tweaked here at the oven. And so it's our golf research and development facility for golf clubs. We also do some ball testing. So. Uh, all the way from uh, long-term research uh, on, on our equipment to CAD design to first prototypes to all the masters that are made for that, that we get sent overseas for production, uh, along with our, our tour shop. So, you know, all the product that we build for all the global tours, including our college programs and junior programs, gets built here. Um, and then we do some account training and development, sales rep training and development here. Um, you know, as you know, Tom, it's not a it's not a public facility. Correct. But yeah. the public does get some access through our partners from time to time. And then we also host some outside events, whether that's uh, an event for the Byron Nelson every once in a while or our, our good partnership with, that we have with the Colonial Invitational. Um, and so, you know, it's a 53,000-square-foot facility. Um that does everything from every golf club that we've ever made uh, and then also services our athletes. One of the things I noticed walking in the Evan Kell was the hallway there showcasing the athletes. So your, your PGA Tour athletes, your worldwide athletes, your, some of the collegiate athletes. As director of global athlete development, you certainly, I'm sure, have had a big part 
in a lot of those in personal relationships as well, correct? Correct. That was, I mean, that was really the reason that I was brought to Nike in the, in the first place. Um, I ran the tour operations uh, on the on what was the Nike tour, and then uh, the Champions tour for for uh, for Callaway, and then I worked the regular tour for for Spalding, and that's when I was brought over to Nike. Uh, it was for my relationships. Um, I know, you know, pretty much all the managers knew all the players. Um, obviously, whether I played with them in college. Or played with them professionally, um, so I come to it with a, you know, I came to the job with the credibility of being able to understand what the players, you know, what the athletes needed in their product, but also, also, uh, um, you know, my negotiating skills I think was a strong suit uh, of mine, and so coming in and helping Nike Golf build a tour program, which for four years we had, you know, the, we were the winningest brand on the PGA Tour for four straight years up until two years ago, so. Uh, we, we had a great team of people um, and signed, you know, obviously signed a lot of athletes. You know, it was very important for us to be, you know, obviously we have Tiger, but it was very important for us to have more than just Tiger. Well, you think of how far Nike Golf has come when we spoke with Cindy Davis late last year. We reminisced about Curtis Strange winning his back-to-back opens, and he had a shirt with a swoosh on it and a pair of shoes that Cindy said looked like, <laughs> looked like running shoes with spikes in them or something. How far you guys have come. It's been it's been unbelievable. I mean, you know, the first golf shoes we ever made were back in 1984, um, and you know, Seve Ballesteros was one of the first people to ever wear our shoes. Um, and then, you know, obviously Curtis Strange winning back-to-back opens, and and the long relationship we've had with Peter Jacobson. But '98 was really the launching pad for us when we decided that um, you know it was time to get into the hard goods, get into the ball business, which we launched the PGA Show in 1999. Um, and then, you know, a little less than a, you know, a year and a half later, we'd switch Tiger, and we were off to the races. So it's been, it's been, a, it's been a whirlwind 14 years of being what I would say Nike dabbling in the golf business. To now, there's not a, you know, a, anybody 25 and under in the country that plays golf that doesn't remember Nike Golf being in the equipment business, which is really cool. Kel Devlin joining us, director of global athlete development. Kel, give us a little bit about a day or kind of a week in your life. What what you what you go through each and every day. I mean, I'm sure it's going to vary. It varies. Um, uh, a lot of time recently in, in helping uh, the team develop our point of view around golf fitness for Nike Golf, which we call NG360. We, we launched the app for that back in uh, May. But so that you know, a lot a great deal of time working with. Our partner there, the Gray Institute, Gary Gray, who's sort of the foremost functional movement expert around the body. A um, uh, couple hundred emails generally and probably 20 or 30 phone calls. And then if we have athlete visits here or account visits here, obviously you know, we, we, we have presentations that are involved in that. Um, for example, last year we had 900-plus uh, visitors to the oven for fittings. So, you know, whether that's a, a lunchtime presentation to them about sort of the direction that we're headed, uh, if it's an athlete that we have a multiple-year arrangement with, we might debut some of the product that will come out in 2013 or 2014, talk to them conceptually about where we're headed with our product. Um, so it does vary, but it, it's, it, you know, it's, it's generally phone calls in the morning, uh, uh, we, we have visits Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday here, so there's always that that comes up each day. Um, so 
it's not a 40-hour week, but I love it. It's uh, you know, your job. When you, when you get up in the morning and you're passionate about what you're doing, you can't wait to get to work. And before you know it, it's time to go home. Kel, I know you guys invest a lot in college golf, in seeding product, and finding you know your next superstars or, or your players in developing. Can you talk a little bit about that process and what you guys do at the collegiate level? Yeah, well, we actually start you know quite a bit before the collegiate level. We have relationships with you know day to day relationships with probably seventy five to eighty Division one, Division two schools, and and we service a couple hundred uh, colleges and universities. But we, we actually have a junior program where we start even before that. Um, we have a couple people that work on that, um, identifying, you know, it's not, it's not really a lot different to our tour strategy. We want to find, you know, the best talent. It's not about going out there and flooding the market with a ton of product. It's about working with the best boys and girls really starting at age, you know, 13, 14 years old. And the way golf's going, it's going to continue to get younger because we have all these young these young kids that are coming out and playing so well right away. Um, but very, very focused. They spend a lot of time on the road uh, identifying, you know, kids that have good work ethic, um, that, uh, that, that have uh, an ability to, you know, they show some ability to, to shoot some good scores. Uh, and then, you know, we work with them all the way up until they, they head off to college. And obviously, you know, we want, we want those, those juniors to the, Play our product. Obviously, go to programs where we have a great relationship with those college programs. So, you know, if the kids are looking for some advice on, hey, I'm looking at these four schools, um, we have obviously have a relationship with most of those schools, and we can help them in the process of where they decide to go to college. Um, you know, a big addition for us uh, six years ago was bringing Cricket Mush on board, who uh, had built a really, really strong code college program with, an, with, a, with another manufacturer, and he has done an incredible job of, of uh, uh, building a really, really intense college program that, that uh, ha- has made some people sit up and take notice. And that's the really cool thing for us. You know, we're, we're a, a young brand, um, but we see the tidal wave coming. Um, we see all of these, these, uh, these younger kids that don't remember Nike Golf not being in the business that love our brand because of people like Tiger and Charles and, and, you know, the athletes that we have that, um, you know, are going to support our product, whether they're going to turn out work doing it, being a job like mine, uh, and, or they're going to be the best player at their club. That's sort of, you know, where we see the big tidal wave coming is all of these kids that, that love our brand. Kel, I think the, the future of tournament golf, professional golf, competitive golf, when you talked about it gets younger and younger out there, is very, very good. It seems like the challenge is getting people out on the course who aren't those single-digit handicappers or, or less. Any ideas, and, and then plus also, in getting people to, to try your equipment, how do, we, how do we make it easier for people to get out there and play? Well, I think, I think that, um, you know, I think a lot of the progressive uh, – pros in the country now are, are realizing that, you know, time's a factor. Um, and so I think we've got to do a, a better job as a golfing community in pairing people that have the same interests together, whether it, whether it's a group that wants to go out after work and play six holes. Um, you know, we need to figure out ways to, to, to do that with, with our partners. Um, you know, there's 
you know, the, the, the sad state of affairs is there's not there's the same number of people playing the golf playing golf today that were playing golf the day Tiger Woods turned pro. But yet golf's never been more popular as a spectator sport. So how do we activate those people sitting on the couch? And, and I think, you know, we have to do a, a really good job, whether it's us as a manufacturer or or you guys as a retailer or or, or the golf courses themselves in, in saying, hey, here's here's an after-work six-hole men's league and an after-work six-hole women's league and, and getting more juniors involved um, because, it, it you know, uh, rising tide lifts all boats. It'll be good for everybody if we do that. Hey, final question or two, Kel. The 20X eyeball came out last year. Something completely different, completely different in the industry. Can you talk on that a little bit? Yeah, well, it's really 10-year anniversary of when we, we introduced the tour accuracy, which really changed the ball business at that time. If, if you remember, the, the, the wound ball was the predominant ball in 2000 in the marketplace. Um, an interesting stat is there were, uh, of the 156 pros playing at the U.S. Open that year, there were only 12 players playing with a solid construction golf ball. Everything else was wound. Uh, obviously, Tiger came out at Pebble Beach, won by 15, um, turned the world sort of upside down from, wow, look at the performance he just had with the solid construction golf ball that was urethane. Um, the following year, 2001, there were only 15 players in the field playing a wound ball, so you know, we essentially killed the wound technology. We feel like this is the next evolution in technology. It's it's a lighter, faster core. Um, the way I like to describe it to people when, when you know they say, well, tell me about this golf ball, well, it's really a perimeter way to golf ball. Um, you know, just like we have, you know, high MOI drivers, this is a high MOI golf ball. Um, it's faster, um, and it's longer off the tee, but it doesn't curve as much um, off those miss hits, which is a which is a really cool feature. So, you know, I would like to offer up some golf balls to your listeners to, to go in and register to get some golf balls and, and try the product. Um we feel like when people try our product, we win. So that's what I would encourage your listeners to do is is give them a try. And, and I don't think they'd be disappointed. Oh, that's awfully nice of you, Kel. Thanks. Thanks so much. Like Cindy Davis said, if you're not playing resin, you're playing dated technology. And what a great analogy to use the old ball versus you know when Tiger played in 1 by 15 at the Open. Kel, any final thoughts for our listeners as we close? No, I just you know I encourage people to get a friend and take them out to play golf. Um you know, it's a great sport. It's you know, and and if people need to find their own um, sort of uh, desire in the game of golf, not everybody wants to be a scratch player. Uh, not everybody wants to play the PGA Tour, and you know, it's a great game that you can play for a lifetime. And uh, you know, I encourage people that have been reticent to get out and, and play to 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 reach out to somebody in their community and find somebody that plays and go play golf because they will love it. Haven't heard it said better. Kel, thanks so much for joining us. It's been great. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate you having me on. Yes, sir. Thank you, Kel. And thank you so much for offering up those Nike 20XI golf balls. What a great prize for someone to have a chance to win it. Again, go to edwinwattsgolf.com. Click on that podcast icon. Go to the Register to Win page and uh, enter the information we ask of you, name, address, email, et cetera, et cetera. And your name will be submitted for a chance to win those 20XI golf balls. Well, thanks again to Kel Devlin out at the Open at Nike Golf for joining us. And thanks to you again, our listeners. And we'll do it again next time. We have another episode of Golf Better at edwinwattsgolf.com. So long, everyone.